Welcome to the Homefront Podcast. I am your host, Tori McQueen. I'm a realtor, an entrepreneur, a mom of four, and a bold dreamer, always on a mission to turn nothing into something. Have you ever wondered how all these other entrepreneurs do it all? Can they actually have a successful and thriving business while also having a happy home life? Here, we dig into the real stories from entrepreneurs on how to run a biz and a home life, how to scale and grow, and how to manage parenting and relationships without sacrificing your home life or happiness. After all, isn't that what matters most? Let's get to it. All right, we have an awesome guest today. Um, I've been excited to have you here, Claire. Um, She is the vice president and independent mortgage broker with Mortgage First Corporation in Oregon. She also has um, several rental properties that she owns with her husband and another business that he has to run. And she does this all with six children. So I'm going to bring her in. I think that she's got a lot of goods to share with us today. So um, hi, welcome, Claire. Say hello. Hi, thanks for having me. Yes. So, okay. So I've been watching you from afar and I've seen you kind of grow and see you change and see you go through um, lots of different, you know, phases of your business and life and you know, you're just on stage on a panel, which I wish, you know, I wish I could hear it. But um, yeah, it's awesome watching you. But tell us kind of where, where you started your career, what you do and kind of the journey leading to it. Whew, that's a lot of loaded question. Um, my, so my dad is a mortgage broker and he has been in uh, lending for like 35, 40 years. And so I've grown up around it. Um, I asked, he, he never pushed it on me to like be in the family business or anything like that. But I asked about it in um, 2008 or nine. Um, and that was like right after the housing market crashed. So he's like, yeah, uh, probably not really a great time. Let's kind of wait this out and see how that goes. So I kind of put a pause on that. Um, I went to Oregon State and got my fashion merchandising degree of all things and, um, kind of did some, you know, I worked at Old Navy. I was an assistant store manager. And then, uh, in 2013, I had my first daughter and I was just like, this retail world is like fun and I like it, but it's just not conducive for the kind of schedule I want to have a family. So I asked my dad again, I was like, hey, so what do you think if uh, is now a better time? And he's like, okay, let's give it a shot. So he um, had owned this brokerage um, with a business partner for a long time. Um, and she was about to retire, she, like right around that same time. So he's like, okay, there's, you know, there's thoughts. So we'll give it a shot. And if it doesn't work out, no harm, no foul, because working with family can either go really well or really terribly. So um, I liked knowing that it was low pressure in that sense, but I also felt like there was a lot of potential. Um, and so yeah, 2013 is when I started um, and I've loved it. And I've picked my dad's brain for lots of things and then kind of brought my own flair to how I do business. Um, and it's been a good blend of, you know, he's a veteran in the industry and I kind of bring some fresh new ideas. And so it's been a good blend um, for the two of us. I, I recently started um, becoming a co-owner, like I think it was 2018. Um, and so now he's kind of deciding to slowly let go and, and work toward retiring and then I'll take the company over. So that's the gist. Yeah. Awesome. Yes. So fashion merchandising and then you're like, okay, this isn't going to help me with yeah. raising my family. Especially when you have to do those long hours. Yes, every weekends, holiday, every holidays. weekend. I was running the 
you know, merchandising and shipment stuff. So it was a lot of overnights and like you could never like have a regular dinner time with your kids or something like that. So it just wasn't the long-term future that I wanted. And now do you feel, yeah. And then, and then, so now you're kind of jumped into, I mean, I'm obviously in the real estate industry. So you think, oh, yay, it's this false sense of freedom. But then when your clients need you, I mean, they need you, whether it's like a Sunday night or, you know, a Friday night or early Saturday morning. I mean, they, they need you when they need you and you have to set those boundaries. So um, how's that been for yeah, you? Yeah. I mean, it's definitely a learning process. Um, and it, being a, you know, being a business owner in any field, really, like you, you have this false sense of like, oh, I got to work for me and I make my own schedule. But you also are like, you, you care that much more and are that much more invested where it owns you a lot more than a regular eight to five job working for someone else. Um, so yes, there's definitely, um, clients that need me in the evenings or on the weekends. Um, and it's not that I like turn it all off at five, but, um, to have, control over my schedule where I, I might, you know, kind of work in a couple hours in an, on an evening here and there. But um, in general, I can control, like I can time block a lot of my stuff during the day. I leave a, a like late afternoon window open for me to like pick up kids and go to games and make dinner and then kind of revisit it and touch, you know, get back to some people um, as needed. Um, and my husband's a real real estate agent as well. And so obviously having him in the industry is really helpful because he understands and he gets it. Um, and I have the same grace for him where, you know, if, if his phone's ringing and it's, you know, six o'clock, I'm like, I get it, you, you know, go for it and take it. And then he kind of, um, you know, it's the same reciprocated. So if my phone's ringing and I just set dinner down, I'm like, okay, you take over for a little bit. And then we tag team that way. So having him in the industry is super helpful because um, if you're not, sometimes you don't get it and you just get frustrated. So, and we can also keep each other accountable for having some amount of boundaries and like, okay, they don't have to have the call back in the next 30 minutes. Like, you know, uh, setting boundaries is super important. So, yes. Well, and then especially, you know, growing a business, I feel like maybe, you know, maybe you can explain to me where you're at now. Cause you're, you're now starting to phase yourself into becoming an owner, main owner, it sounds like. And so you're not only dealing with your clients in the, in the business, but you're also working mm -hmm. on the business also, you know, with your employees. Right. So that's a whole nother accountability that that needs a different side of you. So, um, you know, we'll touch on that. But I do want to hear, OK, you you touched on, you know, time blocking so that you can go to your kids games and be present with them. Um, explain to me because you mentioned having your first daughter. OK, so explain to me what it looks like with now six and both you and your husband in real estate. Like, what is it that your day to day looks like? And what is it that you feel is the most challenging? Yeah, so um, we're a blended family. So I, I have two biological kids, he had four. So now we have six all together, we have them most of the time. Um, with uh, every other weekend, we have a little bit of we have a couple days of no kid days. Um, which side note with that, that's super amazing to have built in date nights and a little bit of a reprieve and reset. Um, but uh, so. I know sometimes I joke with my husband and I'm like, maybe I just need to like <laughs> find another husband. So then you could just be the one to watch the kids when I want to go to Mexico. Defeats the purpose, obviously, yeah. but it's just I funny. mean, silver lining, obviously, you know, there's good and bad with that. But it's uh, that's one thing that's really nice about how the schedules line up. But um, I mean, we 
it helps that we are both uh, super organized. Like we have a color-coded calendar that's probably got, I think, 10 different colors on it. And it's synced with our phones. And that is the only way our world goes around. Um, and he is super involved as a dad where, you know, he has just as much involvement in like picking kids up or getting them to a doctor's appointment or whatever. Um, and so we usually have like a kind of powwow the night before, like as we're just kind of like winding down the day and kind of looking at the calendar for the next day of like, okay, who has to be where and when, who's doing that, who's doing this and kind of map it out. Um, we often kind of tag team mornings, like getting kids out the door and um, getting ourselves out the door. Um, and with also the exception of sometimes like probably uh, two to three times a week, we kind of trade off if one of one of us is like super busy at the office um it might just be one of us or we like kind of take turns but we will do a couple mornings of the week where one of us goes into the office super early and so then the one other parent that stays home gets all the kids out the door and that kind of stuff um but i i made a uh goal for myself in 2021 that i wanted to be able to leave my office by I don't work from home. I just like it's too too distracting. I got too many other things pulling me in directions. So I I'm, I can work from home. Oh my gosh! Laundry yeah. staring you and in the face. Everything projects and kids and so I I can work from home and I do occasionally. But like I nine times out of ten I very much prefer to go into the office. So I go into the office, but I want to leave by three thirty is my goal. So that way I can pick kids up from the bus. I can make it to games. Um, even just even when nothing else is going on, I just want to get home early enough where I can kind of like gather my like, you know, random little chores or whatever and like get dinner started and not eat dinner at eight o'clock at night, which I definitely do sometimes. But um, that's that's what's worked for my schedule. And then just having a you know husband who's super helpful and willing to just get right in there and help with kids, because if it was all me, there's no way I could run a business and have my own business and do all the things because it's already there's definitely a lot of days that I feel like I have uh, my head cut off and I'm a chicken running around so yeah <laughs> I can totally relate um on almost everything you said which makes me feel better because you know the whole reason in in chatting with you and some of these other owners is other people don't see this they think you literally do it all and they think maybe your husband's gone or, you know, doing their nine to five or whatnot. But my husband's very much like mm -hmm. that, very 50-50. And you some, sometimes people tease, tease us like, oh, does your husband even work? And you're like, you don't even know, right? But do you guys get that at all? Like the, the gender roles and how things are changing with the the male and the female I mean we're in freaking 2021 right like things are way different and but I still see you know people comparing like that and I'm just curious if anybody has chatted with you guys about that or made assumptions um about those um, I can't really guys. think of someone asking us about it but I mean I I don't think gender roles are about a terrible thing I think that kind of makes a family operate well so there and doesn't necessarily mean that they have to follow some like historical pattern or something but like 99% of the time I'm making dinner and that's fine and 99% of the time when the light bulbs need changed and the air filter in the furnace needs changed and the car needs some crap done like that's my husband and that's okay so um kind of just making sure that you've established those kind of things of like when this comes up like that's kind of just it'll be me I got it and then when this comes up like I'm hoping that you'll take that and as long as you guys like 
talk through it and it's all covered, then there's obviously room to like kind of draft for each other. And like when you're sick or busy or whatever, like you fill in, but like, there's no way you can all, one person can do it all. So, or do it all well. So, I mean, yeah, there's, I, I think, uh, I, I have a hard time and I know that we'll probably get there, but you know, I, it's hard not to compare yourself to a stay at home mom that has, you know, beautifully Pinterest curated lunchbox full of, you know, beautifully diced sandwiches and whatever. <laughs> but, um, I'm like, whatever kid, here's a lunchable, but, uh, you know, you do as much as you can well and it, it, you know, you're enough. And uh, I have to remind myself a lot of that, that my life is not theirs. And so, you know, there's a whole lot of details behind the curtain, like you're saying. Right. And and we're, I mean, perfect segue into the dealio with mom guilt. I mean, I've had, um, I think I've struggled with it for years. I mean, my personal story, I mean, I was told you cannot have a business and you cannot have kids at the same time. Like it just doesn't work that way. You have to you have to choose, right? And of course, here I am trying to prove, you know, I've always tried to prove otherwise, but more so to myself because I am someone, I don't know if I, if, if you can relate to this, but I am someone that always needs to be, um, I enjoy being with my family. I want full control over when I can have my freedom with my family. If any job has told me, no, you can't go on vacation after I've done my part, then I get mad. And then I'm like, okay, well, this isn't worth it for me then. I'm not doing it, right? Which is why I was told, go build a business of your own if you want that. Mm -hmm. Okay, I will do. Um, But I was told that. And I don't know if you were raised in a family where your mom worked also. Um, But how, what are, how are you raised? And how, and, and are you, do you ever struggle with the mom guilt? Sounds like you compare, you compare, like I think all of us do, but like, do you struggle with mom guilt or have you when they were younger? And has it changed throughout your career? Um, Yeah. I mean, I grew up where my my dad was in the mortgage business and so and, and honestly he was like a workaholic when i was a kid it took him till like probably 5 or 6 years ago for him to really like have a wake up call and decide not to be a workaholic um and my mom stayed home um she had like a couple like uh like part time type of things um periodically but it was always very part time and like while we were at school and she packed my lunch till the day I graduated and did all my laundry till the day I graduated. <laughs> and um, yeah, so she was, you oh know, like, what what was the, you know, Mrs. Cleaver, like she was Beaver Cleaver, whatever that show very much stereotypical housewife. Um, so yeah, there's definitely times where I'm like, Oh my gosh, like this is, you know, what my mom did for me. Like I'm not doing that for my kids. Um, so there's, there's pieces of, um, just reminding myself regularly of like, okay, I can't be exactly all the things that she was, but what are the things that were most memorable to me? Like she'd write a note in my lunch on the first day of school. Okay. I can do that for my kids. And uh, then things like my dad was a workaholic and I'm like, okay, well, I want to learn from that. I'm in the same business. It's easy to fall into that. I don't want to do that. I'm going to set these boundaries before I'm 60 and um, like learn from how that dynamic works. Um, and also just kind of realizing as an adult, like you get to a point where you see your parents for who they are as adults and you're like, okay, that's a good thing I want to take. And that's a bad thing I want to learn from. Um, and that's not really the marriage relationship that I want it to look like. There's, there's good things in it. Um, but it's not what I want for myself and that's okay. So, um, yeah, I think, but it's a constant having to remind myself of that, you know, their life is not my life. And this gal on Instagram is not her, my life. And, um, 
And it's also super helpful that my husband is also, he has a lot of grace for me in that way too, where he's like, you can't compare yourself to a stay-at-home mom. Like you're not. And I don't want you to be a stay-at-home mom. And that's great. Yeah. And uh, no, and you I, I think be, I'd probably I'm be a sure. terrible stay-at-home mom. Um, I, I'd just find more things to do. Like I would absolutely fill my time with some sort of business that I would make. <laughs> so I, I just think it isn't, it isn't me and that's okay. Yeah. And it is. And like you said, I mean, you could always compare, but you don't know what's behind the curtain. I mean, you don't know if that stay-at-home mom is, you know, they're doing endless laundry and cleaning and this or that. And I know a lot of stay-at-home moms that are really, really great at they, what they do, but they're itching to go work. I mean, it's kind of like they want to go do something because they want to feel accomplished. And, you know, that's something with owning your own business is if you're constantly evolving, you're constantly getting that um, gratification of growth. And I think that that has a lot to do with happiness um, in whatever that may be. And at home, like you can grow in other ways that make make you fulfilled and make you happy. Um, so, I mean, it just looks different for everybody. But I do think mom guilt is really hard because, you know, you do see the stay-at-home moms and then they can't fully relate to your crazy schedule or they're complaining about something that you're just like, oh my gosh, you have no idea. I do that and this is this, that, and that, and that. But then you're mm-hmm. like, okay, I don't want to hate on their game either, you know, because they have their own stuff that they're dealing with, um, but they also have no idea how to relate to us in the business world. And then let alone entrepreneurship. I think um, there's one thing for clocking in and then yeah. being able to clock out. But then having to work in your business, set your own boundaries, uh, set your own rules, hire people, train people, grow that, make sure there's profit coming in, make sure you cut expenses where you need Mm -hmm. to, all of that sort of stuff is a whole nother ballgame. You know, and you can see people on Instagram, right, that look like they're doing well, but you have no idea what their books look like or how much time they spend with their kids. So that's kind of another reason why I'm like, hey, like, Mm -hmm. I want to hear some of these stories, right? Um, So getting on that, let's take it back to your, um, Mm -hmm. your business that you're running. So what would you say now that you're starting to take on the ownership of your of your business? What does that look like? Because you're still in, Mm -hmm. you do loans yourself. And then you're also working on growing the business. So explain to me how you do how, how you're managing to scale that and what does that that look um, like? I mean, I I've been kind of playing the long game in um, my strategy with this. Where you know, I when I started in 2013 with my dad, I I knew that if it went well, this would be where we were moving toward. Um, and something unique about our company is most of our employees have been with us for 20, 25 plus years. So these people have known me since I was nine. And um, I didn't want any of them to be like, oh, she only got this job because Todd's her dad and she doesn't really deserve to be here. And now here she comes in, wants to change everything up. Yeah. And so I- You got to prove yourself. I don't even know how much that really was a real fear, like a real reality or if that was just in my head. But I decided that I was like, I'm going to- uh, carry myself in a way that like no one will have any merit in those kind of comments about me or perception of me. So I told my dad, I want the crappiest computer. I want the smallest office. I want like nothing given to me. Um, so I knew that kind of going into it. And so then I slowly took over like little tasks of, um, dealing with people or dealing with like operational stuff even before I was an owner. Um, So then when it became a more official thing, it just felt totally natural. And like everybody was already kind of coming to me about a lot of the stuff 
that they used to go to my dad for anyway. Um, and then now in the last like year and a half, um, especially, um, I've really been ramping up my own like personal production of like closing loans. Um, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a lot of balls in the air and like running a business, trying to scale and grow my business personally and large scale my whole company. I have six kids. They're all getting older and getting in more sports and more activities and like just everything is getting busier and busier. So I, um, you have to ask for help. So, I mean, I hired a housekeeper. I, uh, she folds my laundry. I wash all the laundry, do it all, but like she folds it all and then kids get a basket and they have to put it away. That saves so much stress when I come home and I have to deal with that. And my heart is so happy when I come home on Mondays and there are lines in my carpet that I didn't have to put there. So those kind of things make me so much every Monday. Is that every Monday? <laughs> do you, okay, we're going to get, okay, we're going to get in those fire questions. Um, because these are the ones that people don't want to talk about. And it's like, mm -hmm. where are the reinforcements? Okay, so you already hit on number one, people say, how do you do it all? I say, oh, I don't. And then I said, I have a really supportive husband. So it sounds like you're kind of the same. Like I have someone mm -hmm. that understands and tag teams with me. But let's touch on these rapid fire questions. Okay, these are the staple questions that I ask everybody on here because that's what everybody really wants to know mm -hmm. and what everyone needs to know. Okay, it shouldn't be this secret thing. And I think that's mm -hmm. where a lot of times mom guilt comes in and people don't do it or they wait too long. And this is in your business yep. as well as home, right? So you growing your business, you got to call in reinforcements, you got to get an assistant, you got to outsource some marketing, you got to do some of that. So before we jump into the rapid fire questions about your actual home front, Let's look at the home front of your business, okay? Um, who are the reinforcements that you've brought into your business to help you continue to to grow your production and scale your actual yeah, business? Yeah, so uh, about a year and a half ago, uh, yeah, I um, signed up for uh, business coaching. So I have a coach that um, I meet with, and that's been really helpful for me to kind of strategize my long-term plan for my myself and my business and then to just kind of break it down into small size like little you know baby steps to get there um, and just kind of prioritizing what to focus on and when um, so that is a huge key in, that's been helpful for me um, I created a operations manager position in my company so I could kind of offload some of the just like tedious things that in the past I had always done but like I don't have to be the one to do it um, and then I've hired um, two assistants for my own like personal loan production. So um, and and it, that's kind of been a process to kind of figure out exactly what I'm delegating to who. But that's been huge. So um, that's been able to free up my time to be able to do both, like working in my business, on my business, like you said, and then also to be able to have the ability to leave at 3.30 and not feel like I've left the building on fire. <laughs> so, yes. And you would, would you say that hiring is critical to growth? What is hiring critical to growth? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. There's no way that I could be closing the amount of loans that I'm doing, having our company be on the upward trajectory of growth that we are, um, and having me not be in the fetal position crying and <laughs> my home be in shambles, um, unless I had help both at work and at home. Yes. Okay. And then would you say that you wish you would have hired sooner or do you think you hired at the perfect time and did you hire before you were ready? I mean, that's what they say, hire before you're ready. But what would your take on that be? Yeah. Um, I, I think that I hired at the perfect time for me um, just because I 
you know, I kind of touched on I'm a blended family. And so there was a season in there um, where I was married and then I was divorced. I was a single mom of two and then I got remarried. I, when I was a single mom of two, I was really scared to take any risks with my business because I was it. And um, I didn't feel like safe enough to like let go and really like roll with the whole, like, I mean, we're in the commission business and to um, really go all in, in the commission business and hire help and like take risks with like marketing dollars and things like that. I didn't feel safe enough to like really let go of that um, until I was remarried and I had someone that was, you know, he's successful and he believed in me to be successful. And so that was really the, like where I could hit the gas because I was just too scared before. So it was the right time for me. And that's, yeah. You got permission. And I just had like a little bit of safety net where it wasn't just me. So um, it, it was the right time for me. But in general, I, you know, and, and really I, I did all the math of like, you know, if I had done this before, like, where could I be? Like, you can't even, you can't do that. You can't do that to yourself. But um, no. <laughs> can't live with uh, <laughs> So would that be my advice to hire before you're ready? I mean, yeah, that's what all the books say and all that. But I also know that there's, there's an emotional uh, element that for me, I know that that wouldn't have been reality. Well, you would have been scared and it would have probably halted your your production yep. and then you would have like canceled that person after spending a certain amount yeah. of money and then freaking yeah. yourself out. Yeah. So I, I get that. Awesome. Okay. Well, let's dive into, I mean, we didn't even touch on your other businesses or whatnot, but let's just dive into the rapid fire questions that again, I want to know about your home front while you're out kicking ass, what's going on in your home front, who are you calling in as the reinforcements? And it may look different, you know, based on your kids' ages and stuff, because I think all yours are school age now, it mm -hmm. seems, but wasn't always like that. So um, let's do it. Okay. So number one, daycare, nanny, or none at any I time? I have a nanny in the summer, um, but now everybody's in school where I don't need it during the school year. Okay. So you hire a nanny in the summer. Go over your kids' uh, senior ages Senior in high school, sophomore, seventh grader, fourth grader, and two first graders. And they all are in private school. They're all at the same school and okay, great. the senior and can drive, which is a huge, beautiful thing. <laughs> I was just, was just going to say, when people always question like having multiple kids, you're like, oh, no, no, no. When they get to a certain age, that's your babysitter every now mm -hmm. and then. And that's that's who you rely on to help, you know, but that was my next question. But on the daycare nanny and none, you did mention for a brief time when you're um, when you were single, mm -hmm. you had two young children that were yours did you do daycare nanny or none uh, during that time I had at one for one year I had a day I had daycare for my older and a nanny for my younger because daycare for under two is so hard to find so I had an in-home um, nanny for her and then my um, you know toddler she was in preschool daycare and then it became yeah it shifted to where they once she was old enough to be a daycare then yeah daycare perfect Okay. See, ladies, we put our kids in daycare. Nanny comes in to the rescue so yep. we can get our shit done. Okay. Sorry, my language, but I said it. Okay. Here's the second question. Who does your house clean? Is that involved your laundry? Who does your cooking? And then your grocery shopping. I mean, hallelujah, it's 2021. We got a lot of really cool resources these days, but tell me who does that all. I have a cleaning service on Mondays. Like I said, my favorite day. And um, I do. Um, I, I cook dinner, I do the grocery shopping, but I would say, uh, I can think of one time 
I mean, I don't even know. I, I never step foot in a grocery store. I do Instacart. I do grocery delivery. Um, so I'll do it at like 11 o'clock at night and like click, 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 whatever. And then I schedule the delivery and I always have it delivered during time when all my kids are home and I make them put it away. Um, but, uh, and I also, we also go out to dinner a handful of times a week, like probably two, three times a week. And my husband doesn't make me feel bad about it. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, we do the same. I mean, people look at us like crazy because we, I mean, you have six kids, but I have four boys, younger boys. People look at us like we're crazy, but they behave and they do fine. And I get to actually enjoy yep. dinner with my family. Like I, someone is serving me and them and I can sit across the table from my husband and we can have a conversation. I can mm -hmm. chat with my kids for an hour and a half about their day without being in the kitchen and then thinking already about the mess and then thinking already about showers and bedtime routines and things like that. So um, kudos to you for getting to eat out because I, I do that too. Okay. Um, private school, public school, homeschool, and your thoughts on that. And we had a crazy couple of years. So share what you want to share on that. Yeah. Um, we were all in public school. Um, actually, okay, I take that back. I guess my two youngest, three youngest were in private through kindergarten and the other kids were in public school. But then COVID happened. And so not this fall, but like last fall, we decided we we're putting them all in private school. And it's a like rural area where they were doing in person last the all last year. Um, and that was a huge priority to us because we're like, we both work. And I mean, interest rates were like falling like crazy. And so all of a sudden, my business was like, my phone was ringing out the hook, and it was busier than I'd ever been. And I'm like, I can't keep up and even just monitor them being online for their like zoom classes and whatever. Like it, it was your, everyone was like forced into homeschooling, even if you weren't doing the homeschooling. So um, we made a decision to go all private school, which is a hefty chunk of change, but we penciled out like how much less would we, how much less productivity would we have with our work if we didn't do it versus how much it costs to put them in it. And to us, it was like a no brainer of like, we can, earn more than what this costs if we have that stress off of our plate and our kids are going to get a better education and have a social life. And um, so, yeah, that, that was what ultimately made the decision for us. And so we've kept them in there um, and they're all at the same school now, private school. Great. And I don't doubt you that that is a hefty chunk of change. <laughs> and I feel, yeah. I mean, I, I feel you on, you right. know, when everything's starting to shut down, um, <laughs> Right. Um, everything started to shut down. I mean, maybe you were in the same boat as I was like, okay, if they're not going to give me a plan, I'm find what I can find, find what I can find, find what I can find, book them, get them in, boom. Like, and I, you know, I got kind of fortunate enough as well. You know, my kids are in private school and they, you know, I don't have six, thank the Lord, but, um, but I have enough where they can all be in the private school and they went to school Monday, they go Monday through Thursday. Um, but all the crazy. So, okay. Are you planning to keep them there if things go back to normal? Um, I think we will. We're, we're kind of at this point deciding we're taking it a year at a time and we'll decide, but so far it's been great and our kids love it and we've loved the small class sizes. Um, so we've loved it for lots of other reasons than other than just that it's in person. Um, so I, I do see us sticking with it. Awesome. Okay. Number four, I think you kind of already touched on this, but, um, you have a spouse and what are your roles in home? Like, how do you make that work? Yeah. I mean, you, you I, touched on it a I do dinner. Times, um, we both chip in with laundry. Um, we, you know, outsource the cleaning. Um, but my husband definitely is, uh, 
super involved with like pickup, drop off, getting kids to practice, going to games, um, you know, get, taking them to <clears throat> the dentist and the doctor and things like that. So um, they're, it's, it's very much like it's expected that we're kind of 50-50 with that stuff. Um, other than things like he kind of handles like house projects and car stuff. And I do like, you know, scheduling kids haircuts and groceries and cooking. That kind groceries. Of yep. Yep. Awesome. Okay. Um, last question for the fire round. Um, what is your best piece of advice for parents or specifically moms trying to run and scale a business without sacrificing the home life with their families? I mean, honestly, I think um, asking for help or like working that into your plan of how you plan to grow. So hiring the assistant, um, hiring the housekeeper or, um, you know, someone to help with like folding laundry and cooking or whatever. Um, Because what what it came down to for me is like I had to eliminate some of those stresses because I am super busy. I have a ton of balls in the air and a lot of things that I'm going through and a lot of things that I have to keep straight in my head. And I didn't, I didn't want to, I, I wanted to not only block out, you know, a few hours every afternoon and evening for time with my family, but I didn't want them to just have the leftovers of me where I'm like grouchy and running around and like frazzled. And there's certainly days that that's what I am. Like, don't get me wrong, but like, I, I knew that taking that piece of somebody else is folding my laundry, somebody else is putting the carpet lines, the vacuum carpet lines in my carpet. That helps tremendously um, for me to be a less stressed out mom when I'm home. And so I wanted to have those hours be intentional. And so just kind of working backwards and thinking through like, what what is it that is uh, keeping me from being the best version of myself for the hours that I have with my kids um, and off offloading the stuff that helps you get there, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think that totally makes sense. I mean, for me, I just now started with a got a house cleaner. And everyone's like, Tori, why do you not have it? Why do you not have it? And my husband's like, oh, no, like, we don't need that. We don't need a house cleaner. Like, it's fine. Just leave it and we'll get to it. And he'll help me clean it. But I'm like, no, like, I can't work in this. I can't, like, I'm the type of person that after dinner, it's like, it needs to be clean before, you know, it needs to be clean before I go to bed. If I leave it messy, then I'm like, wake up grouchy because it's messy or, you know, or I'm like ranting at the kids for like, hey, your clothes are here. And, you know, they have baskets too with their laundry and they can do that. But for a long time, it was like, and I think it's partly being friends with a lot of really great stay-at-home moms that their houses look amazing. And anytime like you're walking the neighborhood, they're like, come on in. And it's like a magazine. Um, And I think I was like, oh gosh, like, my house is a disaster. Like, oh God, I need a cleaner. And my husband kept saying, no, we don't need a cleaner. Like, we'll get it. It's fine. He can let that go. But is he the one like running around doing it all? Yeah, no. How He's not perfect at that, but he'll like, help me do it all. But um, I realized yeah. I wasn't able to relax with my kids. I couldn't mm-hmm. relax with them. I couldn't play with them. Well, he's lounging around playing with them, you know, throwing the football. I'm like, he's like, come play with us. And I'm like, I can't, I'm vacuuming. I'm wiping the baseboards and you know, all this stuff. And I couldn't relax, but I just now got one. So I'll have to check back in with you, but I should have done it way long ago. Well, good for you. You won't but, regret it. Um, 
Oh, no, I won't. I already don't. I'm already like, where's my chef? <laughs> you do the math. You're like, I could totally have a chef. Like, what's happening here? Later. Yeah. That's a goal. Sure. Okay, maybe. Chef and a Range Rover. Just kidding. I have too many kids. That that Range Rover's not happening. Um. Okay. One more final question before I let you go. I know we're going a little bit over. Um. Do you think you can successfully own and run the business and also have a successful family and run that? Yeah, obviously. A hundred percent without hesitation. I think I already know your answer. <laughs> You're like doing it. <laughs> I mean, it's... okay, perfect. Awesome. Well, and tell people where, where they can find you, what you do, what areas you service so that people can find you because you're, you're doing a lot of really cool things and um, you can help quite a bit of people on. So just share kind of what you got going on and how people can find you and what you can help with. Yeah. Um, so I do um, home loans for um, purchases or for refinances. And you can find me at Claire Closes Oregon on Instagram and ClaireClosesOregon.com. Um, for my website and I am licensed only in Oregon. So it's only for properties in Oregon, but you don't have to be local. We can do everything online. So yeah, if you're in Oregon and have a house or want a house, I'm your girl. All right. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for being here. It's an honor and I will catch up with you next time. Hey guys, thanks again for joining me on another episode of the Homefront podcast where happiness is our true profit. If you enjoyed today's chat, please take a minute to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. This helps us learn, grow, and reach more listeners just like you. Join me again next week as we drop new stories, experiences, and game-changing tips for your home front. As always, here empowering you in business and in life. Until next time.